This is Wilson from F3 Dayton with your weekly QSource topic, where we review a chapter of the QSource while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast featuring Dread and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Foundation Point 4, LDP, Leadership Development Process, the process employed by a group to develop new leaders. F3 has become international. I don't know the story behind it, but seeing Phil Sebastian on Facebook from Kenya is fascinating to watch. But it also illustrates Dredd's third point on this topic, that the LDP depends upon decentralized execution to a central purpose. The way they do things in Kenya cannot be the same way that things are done in Fargo, North Dakota. The word process from the expression leadership development process infers something. Some processes are random, but when you have a random process, you will end up with a random result. However, if you want a particular outcome, then the processes leading up to that outcome cannot be random. They must be planned. Dredd tells military stories about leadership. Can you imagine the results that you would get by throwing leadership processes against the wall to see what would stick? No. Leadership development requires planned processes. So the question is, what are you doing in your region to develop the process to develop leaders? Dredd's first main point, great leaders develop new leaders. While leadership is critical to all groups, leaders are always in short supply in most groups because only a few groups employ a systematic leadership development process. What separates those few groups from the rest is simple. They are led by great leaders. For great leaders, developing new leaders is leadership of the highest caliber. Second, the LDP has four steps, schooling, apprenticeship, opportunity, and failure. First, there is some kind of schooling, the didactic instruction that the potential leader receives on the timeless fundamentals of leadership. The second component is apprenticeship, where the new leader is given the chance to develop the skills he learned from his schooling under the watchful eye of a more experienced leader. Third comes opportunity, the chance for the growing leader to put what he has learned into practice under the conditions where he is directly responsible for the outcome. The fourth component is failure. A lizard uses its LDP to intentionally court minor disaster in order to fully develop its leaders because it is from failure that leaders learn the most. Success teaches far less because it does not isolate what works from what does not the way that failure does. Finally, the LDP depends upon decentralized execution to a central purpose. F3 is an organization whose purpose is to invigorate male community leadership. Not surprisingly, since our mission is leadership development itself, F3 needs a very deliberate leadership development process to be effective. However, because the organization is comprised of thousands of small teams which are not in proximity, that deliberate process cannot restrict the individual initiative and genius of its leaders. We are absolutely dependent upon our great leaders to be about the business of developing our new leaders. The execution of the LDP is in their hands 
because it is their hands that are physically upon the new leaders. This model, decentralized execution toward central purpose, is not something unique to F3 or a theory that we invented. It is the LDP methodology employed by the great leaders of healthy communities, effective organizations, and dynamic teams, and always has been. With that as an overview, here's the substantive portion of a classic episode of the 43 Feet Podcast with Dread and Dark Helmet, talking about LDP. Although AP thinks we've stopped playing it, right? I say go ahead and... Uh, we're going to roll that intro. intro. And we're, and we're back. back. <laughs> You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. Thing on LDP. LDP is the leadership development process employed by a group to develop new leaders. Groups that are organizations that are uh, lizards organizations, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. are effective. They have an effective leadership development process because they're always making more leaders because organizations of leaders are the most effective. Organizations with leaders are effective but not as effective, and organizations mm-hmm. without leaders are ineffective. So right. F3 as an organization, that's the kind of group we are because we're not in close proximity in total, but although we, we are missional, we have one mission. Mm-hmm. Because we are that, we have a specific leadership development process, and you are listening to a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all leadership development processes, and they're all different, uh, they're all different, but all effective ones share four uh, characteristics uh, or phases. The first one is schooling, and that's the that's the formal uh, leadership training that's provided in a, in a didactic way. In other words, you're learning about it, classroom, right. Mm-hmm. Right, in some way. That could run the gamut of the United States Military Academy, which is pretty good schooling. It could be read leadership for dummies, which ain't bad, sure. actually. <laughs> in okay. fact, buy, yeah. if, you, if you do lead leadership for dummies and you've been to the United States Military Academy, you're going, oh, same, same. <laughs> you will. Right. Or La Meme yeah. Shows, as the right. French hmm, would say. Yeah, a, same, same. Yeah, right. You're going to see it, right? Okay, schooling is phase one. Second uh, phase is apprenticeship. Right? Doa's giving me the slow down slow thing. Down, slow down. This is what happens to me in trial. I get anxious about time. I know. Don't worry about it. All right. So if, uh, we, if we go 48 minutes, no one dies. Okay. I'm going to slow down. Yeah. Uh, apprenticeship, which yes. is the second phase. And apprenticeship is the phase within an LDP where uh, positive habit transfer takes place. Yes. And that's the ingraining of the advantageous tendencies. So whereas you learn about leadership in schooling. Mm-hmm. You, and, in, and in F3, what does schooling look like? Schooling in F3 looks like the Q source, mm-hmm. uh, the Q source groups that come together, right. uh, grow school, sure. Q school. Mm-hmm. So there's any time where someone is, is standing up and, and didactically, and that just teaching. means teaching, yeah. right? Teaching as opposed to autodidactically, which is self-teaching. Yeah. Self-autodidactic, yeah. okay. right? Got it. Uh, so that it, is, it is the provision of formal leadership training in some way. Mm-hmm. In some manner. Yeah. So in F3. So after schooling. That's right. Yeah. You have apprenticeship, which is the ingraining of advantageous tendencies through positive habit transfer. Positive habit transfer is a couple of cue points down the path. It's in the right. second 
quadrant, the, uh, the, the live right. It's what a man should be doing. But mm-hmm. uh, within a leadership development process, it's very important that this apprenticeship takes place because you can't learn how to take what you've learned in school from a book. You can't right. take that and put it into practice unless a master takes you through it and allows you to apply it and shows you right. how to do it. First is an explanation, you could say, in schooling, mm-hmm. then a demonstration, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That, that is yep. schooling. Explanation, demonstration yep. is, is apprenticeship. Yeah, I saw the Nation tweet this week, something about uh, you can't learn to ride a bike at a seminar. Right? True enough. Someone's got to <laughs> show you. You have right? to get out there. So, yeah. you know, I think the example we use later on in the Q sources of a, of a cord wainer, which is a, a shoemaker, yes. right? Mm-hmm. You, can, you could learn how to make shoes by watching a YouTube video. Right. But if you're going to actually make them. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Unless you got somebody showing That's the old apprenticeship. Okay. So schooling, apprenticeship. Third phase is opportunity. All right. So uh, in Army lingo, I would say explanation, demonstration, and opportunity to do practical work in the subject. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's everything you ever learn how to do in the Army has those three phases of it. And this opportunity means that you get a chance to put it into practice. It's a position within a group that provides the holder with leadership experience as part of a leadership development process. It's specific. You do it by design. Mm -hmm. F3, we are constantly handing over site cues. Yep. Uh, Our trip here to Chimbote with the roof dogs coming up. We have two new cues that are leading them. Mm. I'm I'm a private on this one. Just going along. Just facing the crowd. Other guys are going to lead. My group is is GOP out of uh, Metro is going to lead my uh, group Mm -hmm. that I'm going on. And next year we'll have totally different guys doing it. Uh, on a micro basis, that's why every workout is led by a different cue, mm-hmm. so that we have that leadership opportunity, yeah. that opportunity, because that's how you that's how you learn. Second bell. Second bell. Now, finally, uh, every uh, effective leadership development process has failure as a final phase. Now, uh, I gave you the explanation, demonstration, uh, and ch- opportunity to do practical work in the subject um, viewpoint from the military. They don't say failure, right? But they court it, and they don't punish it, right? That's that's the key. You allow it. So hearkening, to yeah, heart, you court it, not not simply Help me allow understand it. That. Help me understand. What do you mean? Right. When you put somebody in a in a position for which they're not fully trained, mm-hmm. you you are accepting the fact that it's not going to be perfect, right? And uh, and if anybody's read Free to Lead, this chapter is the museum of of failure, right? Yeah. Where I learned how to, to to lead PT, you know, what became the basis of our of our of yes. our workouts, right? And I, you know, I I was given the the commands. I spent all night studying them, put in memory. I stood in front of a mirror and did it in my mm-hmm. my bedroom, and I was like, oh, my quarters. I got this down. The next no morning, problem. I walked up and immediately froze. And yeah, pooped the bed. It and then a- <laughs> spent the next forty five minutes just screwing that up. Yeah. It was it was horrible. I sweat, just drenched with sweat. Uh, guys snickering, you know, not too loud because they know they're going to have the same problem. Right. At the end of which, captain in charge of my uh, training said, congratulations, if there was a museum of failure here in Fort Benning, that, right. that would have had it. its own wing. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he said, yeah. uh, come back and do it again tomorrow. Right. At which time was marginally better. So, you know, I and I think I, in a book I said I did it a hundred times, and I was like, at some point, that, that was competence. Right. And then at a thousand times, it was, yeah. I can do it by second nature. Uh, and, uh, then I started introducing things into it like humor or be able right. to replace the cadence with words like, you know, uh, right. you know, that, that make and it I've better. heard you do it. Yeah, and I've yeah. heard me do it. Right. And now I can do it in different languages. I mean, which is pretty cool. I used to be able to do it in French, but I forgot how to do that, but I can, I can pretty much do it in Spanish now. I'm going to try to do that next week. Nice. So that's, 
that is how you do it, right? So schooling, apprenticeship, opportunity, failure, effective groups, lizards, organizations, mm-hmm. court failure, they, they, they not just allow for it, they yeah. know it's no, going to happen, sense. and they don't punish failure. They, go ahead. They use it as part of the process. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they build it into the design it's of improvement. It's built into the design, right? Yeah. So in F3, if you come out and you fail at something. And boy, I've seen some of you fail. And uh, then we go back and do it again. Right. No problem. No problem. That's how you get better. And organizations, and it's mainly bullfrogs, who have zero tolerance for failure, actually ignore failure when it's right in their face because they, they, they have rules that they can't really apply. Right. Right. So they don't. That's why nobody gets fired. That's why nobody places. gets fired until there's some abject so bad. occasion of such d- distinct an unacceptable moral turpitude that multiple heads have to roll. Right. That's what you get from a bull. Which is funny because if you had allowed and even sought after minor micro failure sure. all along, right. you wouldn't have those right. mega monster failures. So this expression, you know, and it became part of a book it's of, of too big to fail. Mm-hmm. To me, that wholly encompasses what happens when you have a leadership failure, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you should never be too small or too big to fail. Failure shouldn't be an excuse to to fire somebody, but in in that system, in that in that system, the cause of that, these micro fears that would have been an opportunity to teach, to learn from, they weren't used for that. Right. Until the point where you had complete and utter disintegration. Just yeah. And then you have to do something about that. Well, because it's, yeah, you, you're left with no other choices. Ne- at that left point. with no other yeah. choice. All right. So that's the basis of the LEP. Now, I want to describe or talk to why the you know the photograph that we use for every cue point yes and this particular photograph comes from a movie yes it does uh which is the movie hoosiers i say it's yeah which some people seen it's old it's 30 years 30 years old bite your tongue it's yeah. at least that old but yeah good heavens so How i don't dare, know I, I encounter people who have not seen that movie okay but it's it it's about mostly a, guys who aren't 30 yet i wouldn't think but it's a it's an iconic sports movie it's one of the best it's one of the best and it's it's about uh a high school basketball team in Indiana, I guess in the 50s or 60s, mm-hmm. in a very small town that wins the state championship against all odds. I think it's right. loosely based on a, on a true story. Uh, the uh, coach of this basketball team, Norman Dale, played by G- Gene Hackman, mm-hmm. uh, comes in from the outside and is viewed with uh, suspicion uh, by the local guys, by the local towns guys. Mm-hmm. They don't know who he is. They don't know why he's there. They don't really understand it. And they, they don't like his methods. Right. There's a star of the team, Jimmy Chitwood, who won't play for some reason. I think his brother died. I can't remember exactly what mm. the reason is. And without this guy, they can't possibly win. Right, whatever. Not no. possible. Yeah. First thing you got to do, Coach, he gets a lot of advice, none of which he takes. Right. But you could take that and say, and of course, I don't think I'm ruining it for anybody to say that they do, in fact, win the, the, the right. state championship, yeah. which in Indiana is a huge, huge That's thing. That's a big deal. Uh, and he does, in fact, get Jimmy to play, and he does it by not f- tricking him or just – he just coaches well, and Jimmy right. sees it and says, I want to be a All part right, of that. Part, just talks yeah. to him. But that's not really the point of the movie I want to talk about. In fact, I don't even think that's the point of the movie. I don't think it's a sports movie at all. I think it's a leadership movie. Of course you do. And that's why I snatched, <laughs> screen grabbed that one particular scene yeah. of it. And in that scene is depicted Shooter, right? Uh, that's that's, the, that's mm-hmm. the guy in the movie. He mm-hmm. has a son who's on the team. Shooter is a, uh, is a stone-cold alcoholic, deep in the grips of alcohol, uh, alcoholism, lives out you know, in an unheated cabin somewhere in this town in Indiana. A hot mess. Is, is separated from his family, yeah. is estranged from his family. He appears at high school basketball games and uh, embarrasses everybody because he's drunk and he's yelling yeah. stuff. Uh, if you watch the movie, you'll see that uh, Norman Dale, Gene Hackman, 
right when he gets to town, he sees Shooter. They go into the diner where everybody's eating, and mm-hmm. Shooter's begging money from people, and 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 Gene Hackman notices him, yeah, and talks to him. It's, it's weird. You had to watch the movie a couple times to, to see that. And and he, and Gene Hackman sees him uh, on several occasions at games. Realizes that Shooter actually knows a lot about basketball, has a deep knowledge. He starts talking to him. I also knows that he's a you know yeah. deep in the wackadoodle. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's wacky. Yeah. He's, he's, he's wacky. Uh, so there's two things going on right now. One of them is the fact that without Jimmy Chitwood, they can't really win. Right. Uh, Norman Dale uh, is uh, instituting um, practices uh, that are not unconventional. Uh, unconventional. He's raised the ire of the, mm-hmm. the the governance of the town. There's a move afoot to have him uh, fired. Mm-hmm. He's done some things that don't help his cause. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so th- th- that's that's happening on one track. On a parallel track, Norman Dale is trying to redeem Shooter. Yeah, and he goes to his house, and he's you know he says, "I I, I want you to be the assistant coach of the team," which is crazy. Yeah, right? no way. Right, it's, it's, bad it's, idea. It's crazy, but yeah. you're going to have to do some things. The first thing he tells him has to do is you cannot drink. And uh, Shooter's reaction is violent. Like most men would be, oh, "Who are you going to tell me?" Yeah, and, and Hackman says, "You're an embarrassment." To your son, you you know you're disgracing yeah. him, and uh, Shooter knows that he just can't. He's got to hear it from the outside, right? And he's got to have a reason to stop drinking. So that he gives him that reason, um, and uh, it doesn't work. First, I right? Mean, Shooter has several, no, of course. Right? It doesn't work and failure failures, uh, but he generally is accelerating and trying. To do so, you know, first time he shows up at a game sober. Now, um, who's is number one? Why is this guy here? Why is he sitting on the bench? Right. Why is that happening? And of course, Shooter is incredibly uncomfortable because he's dead yeah, sober. Super. His son doesn't get it. In fact, his son goes to Gene Hackman and says, "And I remember this line. It kind of makes me cry." He's like, "Coach, I get what you're trying to do." You know, he doesn't say it. He goes, "I appreciate what you're trying to do. I just don't get it." See, his son has been let down yeah, so too many, many times. times. Yeah. He just doesn't want it. He doesn't want to have the hope, right, right? That something might come out of this. That and something might, might get come better. Out. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want. It. He doesn't want to get his hopes up. Right. It's safer to just remain status quo. Yeah. The idea that there might be a, an advantage that that shooter might be redeemed is more than this kid mm-hmm. wants to contemplate. Yeah. Hackman just says, "No, I'm, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it." Yeah. And 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 continues to do this, so much so that at, at a point during a game. Hackman gets himself thrown out of the game mm-hmm. and turns the team over to Shooter, which is a huge opportunity. And Shooter immediately fails. Yeah. You know, it's it's a close game. They want to win. All the, the, the pressure was too much, the you know, whatever. And yeah. the son says to Shooter, Dad, what do you think? What are we going to do? And he just implodes, just sits there, just basically pulls his suit jacket over his head, can't do it. Um, failure. Failure. Uh, but Hackman, uh, Norman Dale keeps working with him and mm-hmm. gives him another chance to do it. That's the scene that's depicted. That's the screen grab. Mm-hmm. And this is a scene that most guys remember, the picket fence scene, right? Uh, he gets himself thrown out again and uh, turns it over to Shooter. Turns it over to Shooter and Shooter, uh, they have an out-of-bounds play, and Shooter now is stronger right? and says, we're going to run the picket fence, which is an actual mm-hmm. play that you would run. 
and uh, they run it and they win the game. That's over, you know, that's dramatized, but it's, you know, the drama right. of that is good, Correct. right? Yeah. Uh, now, Shooter um, doesn't make it to the end. He has one more drinking incident mm. and is actually hospitalized when the mm-hmm. they, they play the, the championship game. Mm-hmm. But um, what Normandale has done has worked. The son is reconciled with Shooter. Shooter... Uh, is going to sober up. You get that feeling that mm-hmm. it's going to yeah. work. That he may have a slip, done. but it's going to be okay. He's redeemed it. Now, yeah. the parallel path, this thing where they're going to try to fire, um, they're going to fire Normandale and mm-hmm. have a hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, right before the hearing, Barbara Hershey, who's a love interest, and in it discovers that the reason why Normandale is in this town is because he himself is a shooter. Mm. He, right. uh, he, he, he choked or struck one of his players when he was a, a college coach and was forever barred from coaching in college. He had been very successful. And and because of that, went in the Navy mm-hmm. and then did his time in the Navy, and now, was, now he's back. Now he's back. And she confronts him with that, and he admits it. So she has this decision to make, right, Right. about whether she's going to support her or not. She's a teacher at the school, and um, she, has, she has to make that decision. He goes before the town, and they present um, – all this, you know, this, the the bill of... Uh, okay, here's, here's all the things. Yeah, here's all yeah. the things, the indictment. Yeah. And Normandale gets up and says, I apologize for nothing. <laughs> I mean, I love that, right? He's, I, you know, we're making progress. We are learning how to play the game together. Mm-hmm. These are good kids. Um, you know, and Barbara Hershey does not... I can't remember if she defends him. She, at least she doesn't attack him. Um, but Jimmy Chitwood has now been persuaded to play. And he says, I'm going to play, but only if he keeps coaching. He can see it. Right. So that vision that Normandale had was effective. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, of course, because of that, you know, this is a turning point in the movie, right? And uh, so those those two parallel things are happening. Now, to bring that home and why this, to me, is an example of the LDP in action is that um, Normandale wasn't just a coach or just a leader he was a builder of leaders a developer developer he had a leadership development process process. in his mind and it's ours the schooling he didn't need to do because he had had done it yeah shooter already knew yeah because shooter's telling him drunkenly telling him you know uh, yeah he obviously knows a lot about basketball the apprenticeship he needed yeah he needed it and well, he, uh, and Hackman gave it to him. Had to be some positive habit right. transfer. Had, had to be that. And if and later on when we go through apprenticeship, which is is downstream quite mm-hmm. a bit, um, in the apprenticeship phase, there's strict rules, and you're teaching someone how to obey the rules of the shop, and you know there's disciplines that come in, and he does that. He apprentices them, and then he gives them opportunities, mm-hmm. and then when he fails, he gives them more. Right. I mean, it's classic. He does not. It's punish a, him. He does not punish him. He uses it. Yeah. It's a classic leadership development process. And you could, when the son says to him, why are you doing it? There really isn't any answer other than that's what leaders do. Right. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is what we do. Yeah. Right? Now, I myself have had my Normandale moment in my life. I, just like that, that character, have been overcome by anger. And if my my paid the price personally and professionally, my family paid the price because they're dependent upon me, and I learned from that. And now that I've been redeemed from that, and I have 
my opportunity to see shooters. And I think of these guys as being, having fallen out of the boat, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we use those boat right, analogies. Right, right. And they're in the water and I've got a boat hook. Yeah, got to get the, get these shooters get these guys out of the water, in right? Because it was done for me. What was done for me, I do for others. And that's the heart of the leadership development process, right? You, it's, it's the love. That's the accelerant of it. That's why you do it. That would have been the, que- the answer to the question. I don't, I don't see it, coach. It's love, brother. Yeah. You're not going to be able to see it yet because you're harmed because of what's happened to you. Right. You, because yeah. your father's embarrassed. It's underneath a bunch you. of crap. It's underneath but... a bunch of crap. But there's a, there's a human being in there. And he's a redeemable human being because we all are, because it was I was redeemed. So 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 can he be redeemed? And by God, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to apologize for nothing. And I I think it's a great leadership movie for that, yeah. for that reason, and that's why uh, we chose it for that. So, hate to say we went so long, Frank. Do what you have to do with that. Uh, I will say this uh, as we go forward and we try to train other leaders. You know, when you look through the years mm-hmm. and you see what you could have been, mm-hmm. what you might have been. If you had more time, mm. right? If you had more time. If only we had more time. Make the most of the time you got right now. Frank? Yes, sir. I love you, but you got a face for radio. Yeah, it's a good thing this is a podcast. When you look through the years and see what you could have been, oh, what you might have been, Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Tweet us at 43feetpodcast or send a carrier pigeon to 43 Feet, 1415 South Church Street, Suite B, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28203. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 Feet out front. <laughs>